All right, y'all, so we know that diet culture is a thing. Dieting habits is a thing. It's not new, but we are starting to really see how toxic it can be for somebody, how confidence shattering it can be for some people. And it doesn't matter if you are 100 pounds or you are way overweight, if you are a male or a female or however you identify, these thoughts of not being good enough, not looking the way you're supposed to look, quote unquote, is ingrained in us. Uh, and I think everybody struggles with this from one degree to another. So our next guest, Camille Martin, she is a registered dietitian, a, you know, she's been dieting for 25 years before she finally had enough. She is the owner of Love to Lose. You know, we have this conversation and we talk about diet culture and habits and how to identify diet culture, how to identify these thoughts and these mindsets that come with diet culture, and then how to change these habits, what thoughts we need to be thinking, and how to totally change your mindset so that you can be healthier and happier. Like it's not all or nothing, people. So sit back, take a listen, let us know what you think. Hey, Slay Nation. Welcome back to another episode of the So She Slays podcast. I'm Heather and I am here with Camille Martin. She is our guest for today and we're here to talk about diet culture, breaking those dieting habits and how to kind of switch your mindset to be healthier when dealing with just either trying to lose weight or trying to be healthier in general. Now, Camille is a registered dietitian, a public health writer, and a former chronic dieter herself. So I'm sure she has tons and tons of tips to give everybody. She's also a mother and the owner of Love to Lose. Thank you for coming here, Camille. We really appreciate you. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me, Heather. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Right. Okay. So let's just jump into it. I mean, I feel like dieting is something that is pushed uh, a lot when it comes to, you know, I don't want to say just women because I know men deal with this too, but I know a lot of women in my life who deal with this, um, especially yeah. mothers. Like if you want to lose that quote unquote baby weight, so on and so forth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's first address what the heck diet culture is. Okay. Well, to me, diet culture, just as you said, it's mostly, um, it mostly affects women. I do think because we are inundated with these um, unrealistic, um, body shaming media images that thankfully that's starting to change a little bit, but um, that's to me, what's driving obviously the diet culture and the diet mentality, which to me is, um, it's really just self-hatred at its core. It's like body shame and wanting to look and feel your best is one thing, but I feel like the tendency of women who are dieting is to, you know, like morph ourselves into this perfect bikini body with like toned abs and arms and like no imperfections. And that's what I mean when I say body or self-hatred. I don't mean that every woman who's gone on a diet actually literally hates themselves, but it's a, um, it's just an over the top, 
unhealthy, like it's like a cancer to me that is like infecting women's souls. Um, and I don't say that lightly because that's what I've felt and experienced growing up and after being on a diet for almost 25 years. So diet culture to me is way more than just, I want to lose a little bit of weight and, you know, look good for bathing suit season. I think it goes way deeper than that. And I think it needs to stop. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing is because um, to me, the worst part about diet culture is not just the shame it brings women and um, the hatred we feel toward our bodies and the disconnect there, but it's the absolute loss of potential women wasting so many years. Like I spent 25 years trying to lose the same 10 pounds, you know, I mean, like it's the same thing over and over again. And how absurd is that? You know, like the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and for over. 25 anyway, years. <laughs> for 25 years. And, um, but yeah, so women are wasting their potential. They're wasting their lives dieting and I, it needs to stop. And I want to do my part to make that happen. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I totally agree. And so she slays, we've written a few articles about diet culture and how toxic and hurtful it is. Yeah. And, you know, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head when you were like, you know, it, it's rooted much deeper. It is almost like a self-hatred, a not being enough, a not being good enough. I mean, whether you are severely overweight or you're just trying to lose those 10 pounds or anything like that. I mean, I think, you know, there's something that gets ingrained in your head. And thankfully, like you mentioned, you know, media is definitely including all shapes and sizes uh, right. these days. It's, it's, you know, we're, I guess the, the public has made a call for it. Yeah, it's, uh, better. it's better. Yeah, no, it's definitely better. Kit, is there room for growth? Apparently, uh, y- yes, there's definitely always room for growth as far as representation goes across the board. Right, of course, always. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think it's wonderful that media images are changing and that the public is demanding that. And like I said a minute ago, I think it's really important to make the distinction. What I'm doing is I want people to feel good in their bodies. And if you're carrying an extra 50, 75 pounds and you feel amazing and you're totally connected with who you are, that's wonderful. It's not about changing your body, but if you don't feel comfortable in your body, like, you know, sometimes we don't and there's nothing wrong with wanting to make your body, to be, feel comfortable in your body. And if shedding, I like to say shedding the, the weight that's not supposed to be there, especially if you're an emotional eater, you're eating and you're eating in a disordered way. And that's why that weight keeps showing up. So to me, that's not supposed to be there if you're eating in a disordered way. If you carry a lot of extra weight, but you're a healthy eater and you move and you exercise and you feel amazing. So it's not about the amount of pounds that you weigh. So I just want to make that clear. Yeah. Yeah. No. And thank you for doing that. And I kind of want to, you know, take that step to, you know, we address what diet culture is. What are some recognizable habits of diet culture? Um, well, diet, every diet that you go on, I don't care what it is, has some form of resistance built into it. So it's a function of having to use willpower, which you have to do if you're changing almost everything you do, the way that you eat, like all at once. Um, so making these huge changes all at the same time. Um, diets are also all about like cutting out and like eliminating food groups 
Plus they focus you directly on what you're, what you don't like about yourself. They focus you directly on your body and what you look like on the outside. So all of that resistance um, fuels these behaviors and habits that start to seem normal. Like I'm not going to eat breakfast or I'm not going to eat all day and then I'll eat dinner. Um, you know, it's just unhealthy habits. It's an unhealthy way of thinking. That's a restrictive way of thinking. And so lots of habits, um, form out of that all or nothing thinking and that restrictive way of thinking, like I'm going to go out and I'm going to run five miles every single day this week. And then I'm going to burn these calories. So to me, it's more of the mindset that it creates and that's what creates the habits. But um, yeah, a restrictive mindset, trying to cut out, trying to eliminate, going all or nothing. That's, that's the kind of things that I associate with a diet mentality. Yeah. So let's go ahead and let's talk about this mindset and, you know, these thoughts that pop into people's heads. And then I want to like reverse it and see if we can't come up with healthier ways to address these thoughts, because you know what? It's natural. I feel like it's so natural to have these thoughts. Um, I myself, I mean, I've, you know, been active and fit my whole life, but there are parts of me that I'm like, Ooh, you know, you got to lose a little bit of that. Maybe we need to add a little extra time, you know, doing these weights or doing these exercise exercises. Like, so it it hits everyone, male, female, whatever you identify at, like it hits everyone. Yeah, definitely. It does. And, um, yeah, it's, um, well, like what you were just saying about, you look at yourself and you find certain body parts, like that's another feature of, dieting is that the mentality of dieting is that you're focused on what you look like and you're cutting yourself apart and picking yourself apart in the mirror. And it's just a, it's a shaming mindset. And then that also then fuels those crazy behaviors and those crazy behaviors, by the way, look totally normal to all of us because we've been doing it so long. And because we're surrounded by all of our friends and all of our coworkers and family members who are doing the same exact thing, but it's not normal. It's not, it's, um, it's incredibly unhealthy and it's mentally and emotionally draining and damaging. So yeah, it's all, it's all this big mess tangled up. <laughs> yeah. So what, um, just from your personal thoughts too, I mean, cause you, you are, you know, self-proclaimed, you know, dieting for like 25 years before you were just like <laughs> enough of this. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the thoughts that like come through your head that you've had to like really address? Oh, well, I mean, most of the thoughts that I have to address um, and that honestly, I still have to deal with these things because the inner critic that has developed over the course of my life from hearing what other women are talking about, even when I was a little girl, seeing the media images, the voice in my head. I mean, literally every single morning, I hate to say this, but um, I wake up and before my feet hit the floor, I've trained myself to think something positive. You know, like I used to really, you know, get out of bed, look down and look at my stomach and, you know, pinch myself and see if anything changed. Like, oh yeah, what did I eat last night? It's just like compulsive, obsessive thoughts that are totally destructive. So you know, thoughts about our body, what we look like, thoughts, obsessive thoughts about food. And like, sometimes when I'm talking about these things, I feel like it sounds like I'm being like going overboard and being like exaggerating when I say obsessive and like, you know, these kinds of words that I'm using, but 
you're not really aware that you're thinking about it literally all day long. It's always in your mind. I mean, and I think most women would know what I'm talking about. So I just have to like redirect constantly. And of course, now that I've gotten so far on my journey and that I'm doing this with my life, um, you know, most of my thoughts are filled with how can I help other women? I'm so excited about what I'm doing. And I just want to inspire people and help them not have to go through what I did. So I've gotten a lot better, but it's just mainly training yourself to focus on something positive about yourself and about your life. And a lot of it that has nothing to do with what you look like. Like you can't just take a negative thought and say, I'm not going to think about that. You have to replace it with something positive. So trying not to have this conversation, you just have to fill it in with like replace it with something better. So I always tell women, if you're focused on something that you love, like setting a bigger goal that gets you excited about your life, that's one of my big things in what I teach. Um, then you're not like your brain is filled up and your heart is filled up with excitement and joy. And so you're not going to have as much room. Those other crazy thoughts are not going to be the dominating force of your day, you know? You know, exactly. And I think it's super important too. Um, you know, we always talk about self-awareness and mindsets and, and the power that comes from that. And I do believe you're incredibly right when it says, you know, you can't just like say, oh, I'm not going to think about it and then try and think about something else. You have to, right. <laughs> has to be a bigger thing there. Um, what was your bigger thing? Oh, gosh. Well, number one, I, um, I wanted to learn. I decided to quit dieting. First of all, that was the biggest thing. And I just said, I can't do this anymore. I was it was awful. And I said, I'm not doing this. Um, I'm just going to start learning about nutrition and educating myself. So I just started reading books obsessively about health and nutrition. And then I decided to take a class at um, a university in Atlanta where I was working at the time. And I loved that class so much that I kept going and I eventually became a dietitian. I wasn't planning on it, but like I set a goal to learn about nutrition. And once I set that smaller goal, that was big at the time, then that became more and more and more. And then I gradually ended up changing my career path. Um, I decided I was going to, you know, run a 5k and then that kept moving up and I ran four marathons, you know, so it just like, you know, my big goal is not somebody else's big goal. And your big goal might be a lot bigger than what someone else's is. But if you set a bigger goal, and then you start working toward it and get excited about it, you never know where it could lead. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you know, I'm too busy to think about what I'm going to not eat today. I'm going to try not to eat ice cream later. You know what I mean? So it's, it takes over your life in a good way. Yeah, no. And it's that those obsessive, I'm the same way. I get obsessive too. Um, I have obsessive thoughts all the time. Um, and I, <laughs> whether hey. that's healthy or not, we have yet to determine. I guess it depends on the actual right. subject, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but it is true when you start getting busy about other things that are happening in your life. And I think, you know, any challenge that we face in our life, um, it's very hard for us to not consistently like think of that to, mm -hmm. to be, to have that be at the forefront of our mind. So right. I do believe that it's like, you know, whether you're losing weight or you're going through something emotional or it's a breakup or whatever it is, you know, making the active choice to 
say, stop. These thoughts are not helpful. <laughs> These right. thoughts are making me feel horrible. Right. Um, and then, you know, trying to find something in your life to be thankful for or, or exploring other curiosities, um, yeah. lunging yourself into that kind of, you know, situation. Absolutely. And I did want to say too, you just said something that triggered a thought, but, um, oh yeah. So like having a bigger goal, builds your confidence. And that is so needed. If you have spent so many years dieting and failing, um, and diets don't work, none of them work. They never will for lots of different reasons. We could do another show on that sometime, but we could talk about the exact reasons they don't, but when they fail, you believe that you're the failure and then you keep doing it over and over again. So every year that goes by, every diet you go on, you might lose weight, you gain it back. And that chips away your confidence even just a little bit more. So for somebody like me, who was in her like mid thirties, like all of a sudden it's like, I mean, now I'm 52 and it's like, that was so young, but you feel like, you know, how am I going to go do something big now? Especially if you wake up and you're 55, 65, and then you're like, set a big goal. You've spent your whole life trying to lose the same 10 pounds and you haven't been able to do it. You feel like, well, what am I going to do? I can't even lose 10 pounds, you know? So like, it's so important to put a stop to the dieting mentality and to just say, I'm not going to do this anymore and commit to the long-term taking one step today and just being on a, on a road. It's not like this, you know, vicious cycle and just it's baby steps and it takes longer, but I love the quote a year ago, you wish you would have started today or a year from now. That's what it mm -hmm. is. A year from now, you'll wish you had started today. So, yeah, I think there's a point that people hit, um, where you just make the decision. Yeah. You decide you just decide. Um, and I think, you know, <laughs> my mom always used to tell me that she's like, when you've had enough, you'll do something about it. That's true. Yeah. I reached my, I've had enough. I was sitting on my couch in Atlanta in my little apartment by myself and I was sobbing. I was like, I just can't do this anymore. It was, it was emotionally, mentally, and physically draining. I'd had an eating disorder, taking diet pills, drinking diet soda all day, not eating, you know, just craziness. Um, and I just was so sick of it, like dominating my existence. And I just, I just decided, I was like, you know, F this, I'm not doing this anymore, you know? Well, exactly. And I think that, gosh, I just know so many people who go through that and, yeah. and who, you know, and here's my thing is like, not all of these people are quote unquote unhealthy or overweight, no. but it is like, no. I mean, there are some fit people out there who I know I was one of them. I, there was nothing wrong with me. I was not even like there was, I had no weight problem, but see, this is what I mean. It's like, I'm laughing kind of because I just have to interject this really quick. I did a podcast. It was probably about a year ago and somebody, they put it on YouTube and I was like, Oh, cool. She put that on YouTube. And one of the comments, <laughs> this guy said, this woman's literally, it was a guy, but he was, he said, she's literally talking about losing weight and she's never been above 125 pounds, like SMA shaking my head. And it's like, it's true. I never have been like over probably 130, but like, that's the, that's the evilness of the shit that we see as women and that we are affected by, like from day one, that's what it does to us. We feel like there's something 
wrong with us and there's not so but you can still want to like move and you know feel good in your body so there is a there's a way like there's space to say you know i'm sick of this i'm rejecting this whole culture that tells me i look bad um but also still want to in like a healthy way figure out how to shed the weight that doesn't make you feel good in your body and put those together you know so. Yeah, there, I feel like there's a healthy balance to it. You know, um, I think also too, you know, like, like I said, there's, there's a lot more to this diet culture uh, in habits that I, I think people are just now realizing. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I mean, like yourself, uh, you know, I know other people who have been fit and you would look at them and you're like, oh my gosh. I what I would do to have that body. Oh my God. Um, but at the same time too, it's like, you don't know that person's struggle and what they see in the mirror every day or what they, the thoughts that they have to battle, you know, a lot of times it is, you know, they have an eating disorder or they're, they're battling the thoughts from, you know, I guess, combating an eating disorder. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a constant, it's a constant, uh, thought at the forefront of your mind. It is. And I would be willing to bet that 99% of even Hollywood actresses do not feel good about the way they look. And we're all doing it. We're all picking ourselves apart. And then of course the other, another, like take it one layer out And I hate to throw out buzzwords like patriarchal culture, but it really is. I mean, you know, not to bash men, like we're all victims of it. Even the men are, you know, like that's how Oh yeah, they got certain standards they quote unquote should look like as well. Yeah, well, and like men don't realize that the male dominated culture is creating all of this, um, these images of women. It's creating, um, you know, like, the way I grew up, I believe that I, I just absorb these messages. I should be quiet and look pretty and be small and not take up a lot of space and certainly not express my opinion. And so all of that, um, it makes it look even more normal for us to try to, you know, perfect ourselves from the outside in, because that's what we're taught is our value. Um, so yeah, it, it starts like it's really big and it's a huge problem, but hopefully like, you know, things are starting to change and I just want what I want to do my little part in this whole picture. What I want to do is I want, I think we all know diets don't work. We all know that the media images are destructive. Um, but what I think women are really missing is that you're wasting your potential, you're wasting your human potential and you have, you have so many gifts to give the world and people need to hear what you have to say, you know, and by the sheer fact that we're wasting so much time dieting and wasting our potential, um, like I said earlier, all of that confidence shattering that it does, then you don't feel capable of reaching potential. You don't believe that you even have any, you know, Mm. our potential is our looks. That's why plastic surgery is a thing. You know, the older you get, I'm 52. And trust me, I look in the mirror every day and I'm like, Oh God, you know, like what's happening to my, (laughs) what's happening to my face. And it's like, it's, 
it's sick. It's a sickness. It's a disease of society. And there's so many women who are beautiful inside and out, and they don't know that they are, and they're getting older and they're increasingly feeling like they're, they have no worth and it's bullshit. And I just want that to change, you know? Oh my gosh. I completely agree. I completely (laughs) agree. And I think, you know, thankfully, uh, the generations of women coming up right now are just saying F it. No, I, I, I I refuse. I refuse. I'm not going to do this. Um, do we have lapses every once in a while? Of course. I mean, media is not going to change overnight. The patriarchy is not going to change overnight. Um, you know, ideal body figures, although can change from decade to decade. Um, (laughs) but it's not going away. It's not going away. And, you know, when people say, you know, you're beautiful and all this kind of stuff, you know, it's when you don't feel it or you hear somebody else being called beautiful, you're just like, oh, well, that's what I need to look like in order to be beautiful. And that's not, that's not it at all. And I think um, we're all in the process of changing those habits and those mindsets. So to kind of wrap this up, I always love to leave our listeners with a little something that they can do, like a little action item or maybe a different mindset. So when we are having these thoughts of, you know, not being good enough or being obsessed with what we're eating and all of that stuff, what are your tips to (laughs) change this mindset? I'm so excited because I have one tip. I want you to get out a notebook, get out your journal. Um, and I want you to get sit in a quiet place and I want you to daydream when you were a little girl, what was something that inspired you that you wanted to be or do when you grew up? And I want you to just start writing it down. And I want you to pick one of those things and pick some kind of a seed out of that dream. You know, like if you wanted to be a world traveler, I want you to pick something out of that. Like, you know what, I could learn a foreign language and I want you to take that what if that's realistic in your life right now in your stage of life um and i want you to take that and back it out into like 10 different tiny steps you could take you could go to barnes and noble and get a book on french um you could get online and you know plan a trip to france at least do something that takes you out of the critical mindset and puts you into the creative mindset and not focused on what you look like but what you're capable of that's my That's my tip. (laughs) I love it. And I think that tip in itself not only applies to dieting and nutrition, weight loss, health, whatever, but it applies to life in general. You know, it it applies to life in general. You need to get out of that create uh, that critical mindset and get into that creative and, you know, extend your thoughts and your worth beyond what you physically look like. Absolutely. Oh, Thank you so much, Camille. I really appreciate you joining us today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me, Heather. I loved it. It was fun. Yeah, we'll have to have you back on so we can talk about these dieting things and why they yes. don't work. I will be here. <laughs> I'll be when and I'll show up. <laughs> awesome. Well, until next time, Slay Nation, thanks for listening.